Talk Buffs with CU Voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us this morning, the original, the only, Mark Johnson. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Wow, the original. Uh, well, I thought of it that way, but uh, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true for all of us, though, when you really think about it. It's true. Well, uh, the reason I bring that up is because of the uh, little identity theft thing going on. I told the Buckeye boy it was not a good idea to do that. He should not try to pretend to be you. But, uh, <laughs> but he to be taller. As, yeah, he, he never listens to me. Yeah, he wanted to pretend that he was as tall as you, and so he no. thought he would pretend to be you. Had kind of a shady disposition that I've never I've always wondered about. So yes. I'm not surprised. The good news is on, on Twitter uh, they, they set up a nice little deal for me. It's voice recognition, and not many people can can crack that. So I was able to able to get my identity back. You're out of luck, there, buddy. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I can't it's, really do that. It's over, Buckeye. It's over for you. Yeah, Marcus down a way to, to to lock you out. Uh, and, yeah. And Jim, the thing is, on Twitter, I, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I've never uh, applied for a blue check, and I've never even wanted to, and I've never understood the blue check thing. But one of the folks at the university, when when it happened last week, drops me a line and says, "Maybe it's time," because they've always said you should get the blue check. I'm like, ah, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't to me. And so they they told me maybe it's time to get the blue check. So maybe I'll have to do that so I can't be impersonated. Yeah. Well, I I, I said I discouraged him as much as I could, Mark. But uh, <laughs> Buckeye boy is going to do what the Buckeye boy wants yeah. to do. Um. So do we? Can you give Coach Prime like a half of a victory for showing up last Thursday night? Because it's that's when the Buffs took off, right? Uh, and, and that game against CSU is when 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 Coach Prime walked in the door. Uh, so can he? Is Tad going to give him like a, a little sliver of of a victory? His his first ever CU Buffs victory for well, Coach you're, Prime. You're not the first one to bring that up to me. And and uh, you know if you're Tad Bowen, you're trying to uh, you know unlock your team, if you will. To continue to play at a high level, I don't think he wants to because he wants you know Prime's not going to be at every game all season exactly. long. Exactly, so wants to make sure the Buffaloes were able to do that by themselves. But it certainly was a little bit conspicuous, wasn't it, that he walked in all of a sudden they went on on one heck of a roll at that point in time and, and kind of blew things over. The truth of the matter was though, because he got there what the first media timeout of the second half uh, at the, the four minute timeout, which I think there was about three forty two or something left in that fourth timeout um, of the first half, it was tied at twenty eight. From that point on, they went like, I might have the numbers wrong, like 65 to 37 or something they outscored CSU. So it really started before that. But, boy, everyone's making the connection with Coach Prime, so who might argue about it? Yeah, no doubt about it. And, look, we went through some of these numbers that, that Brian Howell put out uh, from Buff Zone about 7,000 interest forms for new season tickets. Yep. Usually Buffs maybe get 1,000. The renewals where they didn't have to make a phone call to anybody. You know, or, hey, come out and watch Ralphie run again. You know, we only won one game, but we'll be better this year. Uh, people are calling back to get their tickets renewed, and these are all incredible signs of the, of the Coach Prime effect. Well, it's it, you know, we've talked about it since we brought him aboard. I mean, it, it's really kind of a, a unsurreal kind of deal, the way the attention that he brings in, which is why I've said many times you've heard me, you know, we, we hired a coach, yes, but we hired a celebrity on top of it. And, and so the... The, 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 just the tidal wave of you know uh, attraction and you know interest and fascination is is really really fascinating to me. I was out in Kansas early in the week, uh, went out there did some bird hunting and you know I'm sitting at a small town cafe. I went to a uh, you know a Rocky Mountain oyster fry one night at the VFW and people are walking over and want to talk about you know Coach Prime and you know have you met him? Have you done this? Have you done that? What about him? Is he going to do this? I mean it really is really interesting to watch and I know he's got a huge recruiting weekend coming up. I've seen somewhere 
I just saw a report somebody, one of the reporters put out, they thought maybe it would be as many as 30 kids on campus, uh, you know, possible recruits. And so it's, yeah, it's, it, I never cease to be amazed. Every day I get up and go, well, that's something I didn't think I'd ever see. I did notice, Mark, that, uh, you know, you, you did a Kansas radio program when you're out there. I mean, in person, I'm just, I just went, you know, didn't go unnoticed, Mark, that you stopped by and paid them a visit. And, you know, um, Maybe the next, maybe the next time you're in our neck of the woods, maybe you know, swing by corner third and Sherwood, and you know, we'd love to see you. Oh well, I, you know, just to set the record straight now, and, and the record, and you can back me up. Okay. Last spring, I did call you and say, "Listen, I'm going to be in town," and uh, you said, "Well, oh, was that when Buck I was getting married?" Yes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So did you? You were going to be there, so I tried once. Okay, well, I mean, because I, I, we were coming back from, we were in Mexico. He was getting married the next day. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. Okay, you know. I stand corrected. I'll shut up then. Yes, you have extended, you know, the the, the olive branch to, to come over and, and be with us, and and we, we well, thanks thanks for getting married, Buckeye. Thanks yeah, a lot. Good, yeah, job. you got it. <laughs> and by the way, that that uh, that was quite a sacrifice I made there on Tuesday morning uh, for those guys, um, because it was interrupting some pretty hot bird hunting, and I was not happy about it after because you know they called up and said, "Hey, would you?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, fine, it'll be great." And uh, all of a sudden, you know, we get into some birds, and my buddy looks and goes, you know, we got to get going here in about two minutes to get over to that deal. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I just about uh, called him up and said, I'll do it via the phone, but uh, you may hear some uh, shotgun shells in the background. <laughs> well, Mark, I would never do that to you. I'd never interrupt a, a hunting excursion for you. I'd never do that. We'd make sure that the docket is clean. The, the, the agenda is only coming on the program, and nothing else would... Uh, would would run into uh, interference for you. Uh, so let's talk about the coaching staff situation yep. because th- this remains one of these very kind of unsettled, fluid things right now when it comes to Deion Sanders and who he is hiring. Can you give us any update on this? Well, it's really kind of interesting, like you mentioned there, because it does seem relatively fluid at this point in time, and, and there's been nothing that has been concrete that's been nailed down. Now, there are a few guys that are outing themselves, obviously, on Twitter. I mean, Tim Brewster is out there. He's got an official CU account. He's doing his thing. And Coach O'Boyle is doing the same thing. And so there are a small handful of guys that are out there, you know, recruiting and, and vocally, uh, if you will, on social media, expressing the fact that they're out there representing the University of Colorado. But there has been no official announcements coming down at this point in time. And, and I think there's a little bit going on there. The first, first off, what happens when they hire a coach is there has to be a vetting that goes on and background checks. They have to have, you know, that was true with me when I came on board here almost six years ago that they go through that whole process. But I, I think that's part of what's going on right now. And then, you know, we've seen a couple, I guess, uh, oh, goodness, uh, the Willie Taggart was the one that, that popped up initially. It was going to be on, that he wasn't going to be on. And so I'm not even sure where that one stands right now. So it, it is kind of interesting. With Now, there's plenty of staff members on campus right now, as you can imagine, with uh, the recruiting weekends they've got going on. So there's plenty of people that are in there working and building the program and recruiting and you know making sure they make contacts with the guys in the transfer portal and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, in terms of the staff, it's a little bit unsettled right now. And I don't – I wouldn't look into that anything that's concerning at all. I think it's just part of the process you have to go through when, when a new staff comes on board. Voice of Buffalo is Mark Johnson with us today. He joins us every Thursday on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Flip it over to basketball. We, we referenced it a little bit with uh, Coach Prime showing up at the, the, the Buffs one over uh, CSU last Thursday at the Event Center. And uh, K.J. Simpson with a big game, 27 points. Made a nice little run there at the end of the first half, Mark, and then just really stepped on the pedal in the second half, particularly like we are talking about when – when uh, Coach Prime arrived uh, to watch the basketball game. Well, th- th- what we saw 
Arkansas, there is, is what, kind of what we've talked about with what they did over Tennessee, what they did over Texas A&M, what they're capable of. And I think that was the message. If you saw some of the video that came out of the locker room, the buff vision shot was Tad saying, see, you guys are, are proving what you're capable of. And when they play with that kind of – and there's really not a whole mystery to this whole thing. I mean, it's a will and a want to. It's an intensity thing. It's, it's playing with purpose and all those little words we throw out when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, teams and how hard athletes play. I mean, it, it's as simple as that. This team is talented, and they can play at an exceptionally high level. And K.J. Simpson, by the way, is an elite player when he's playing that way. Um, you know, we are doing the broadcast the other day, and, and uh, he makes a, a heck of a three-pointer there at the top of the key that, you know, was probably from, oh, heck, I don't know, probably 30 feet, 32 feet or something. But that's an NBA type of shot. That's what we see Steph Curry and guys like that do. It. And Scott said, holy cow, that's that dude's an NBA guy. And I said, yes, he is. When, when he plays that way, he's got that kind of explosiveness, and he's got quickness, and his shot is really growing and improving as time goes on. I mean, he can play at the next level, at a very high level, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to see how he continues to develop. But, yeah, this team is it's, it's perplexing at times because they've had this extreme highs and extreme lows, and then uh, at other times you're like, well, that's, that's what it's supposed to be playing. But, you know, isn't it interesting, Jim? I, I need to look this up this morning. I think I looked uh, a couple of days ago. Their net number, despite the fact they've got a 5-5 five and five record, their net number is still like 42 or, or something, which indicates how tough the schedule is they played and uh, what kind of potential they have. And, and tonight, uh, you know, it's – this continues on with some more home games for the Buffaloes. Uh, yep. With tonight, uh, got to be nice for you to, to be home for a few days with the family, uh, particularly during the holiday season. Uh, University of North Alabama, the Lions come in tonight uh, to the event center, six and four on the season. What's the scouting report on uh, the North Alabama Lions? Very good at, uh, offensive team. They average about 79 points per game, shoot almost 50%, uh, about 37, 38% from outside the arc. Don't turn the ball over too terribly much. Rebounding numbers are okay. They're a solid rebounding team, but very efficient on the offensive side of the ball. And so this is the kind of one of those kind of games that if Colorado doesn't come in and play like we were just talking about with energy and play with intensity and those kind of things, this is a team that can put some numbers up on some people. I mean, they'll they'll, they'll hang uh, you know 85, 90 points in a ball game up very easily. And so uh, it, it's not a game that it's a game the Buffs should win. But it's a game that you better raise an eyebrow and keep an eye on it because if you don't play the way you're supposed to, this team can come in and put a lot of points on you and walk out of here with a victory. And then after North Alabama, you got to match up on Sunday with uh, Northern Colorado. They got the win against CSU here a while back. They're 5-5 five and five on the season. And this is a team that, uh, for, for Jeff Linder, that played his basketball here in, in town at, uh, you know, at, at Colorado Mesa. Yep. Uh, that that's that's a program that uh, opened up the season got absolutely drilled by Houston uh, in in week one. But uh, it's a it's a basketball team. It's been a NCAA tournament team uh, in recent years, and and uh, one of those uh, you know lesser lesser in state rivals, but still an in state rival nonetheless. Yeah, and, and they bring in Dalen Coons, the former Colorado Buffalo, yeah. of course, who is a very talented guy and has had some monster games. You know that was a good move. I mean, I thought he was developing nicely, at Colorado. And then he decided to transfer it. He went to UNC and has really exploded as a player. Got a lot of reps, obviously, getting a lot of minutes out there. Uh, he's had some huge games. What was it last season? He had the 30-point game or whatever it was against uh, Arizona. And so, I mean, he's, he's really a talented guy. And don't think Dalen's not going to want to come back to the place where he started his career and uh, maybe show Tad Boyle a little something. I guarantee you that's part of the motivation there. So, no, they can play some basketball. We saw what they did against Colorado State a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so you're always a little wary about those kind of games. I like these kind of games, though, 
where you play the, the, the front-range schools or you, know, you get a chance to play some of those regional kind of games. I like that. But, but yeah, that's one of those that I always chuckle at Ted. You know, virtually every game I walk in, and we sit down in his office, we sit at the conference table there in his office, and we do pregame. Every single game, I, you know, we, we sit there and chit-chat and have some small talk, and I say, okay, well, what are we looking at tonight? And, and almost every single game, they look at me and go, well, they're, they're better than you think they are. I mean, they're really good. I mean, <laughs> he gives me this. I said, every single night you're apparently playing, you know, the Boston Celtics or the L.A. Lakers. He goes, well, I don't want to say that, but they're really good. Uh, maybe overscheduled. Maybe. So it's, it's always fun watching the schedule remorse that Tad goes through when we play these teams. I guarantee you when we see uh, one another on Sunday afternoon for that game against USC, he'll be saying the same thing.